Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody and welcome in to the Penny Bloom podcast today. We continue our director spotlight for Martin Scorsese with another one of his gangster classics, Casino. It was released on November 22nd, 1995. It was co-written by Martin Scorsese and Nicholas Pileggi based on his book, the same author of Goodfellas and uh, the book it is based off of. Uh, and directed by Martin Scorsese. I am Colton Robertson. I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And another new one under the belt, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, First yes, viewing. I, I did, this is a similar thing to After Hours for me and King of Comedy. All of these I watched for the first time earlier this year, and I watched a second time for this project. And uh hmm. I like Casino, man. This is one of my this is one of my favorite Scorsese. How are you feeling about it on the other side? Hmm. Well, as far as the movies we've covered so far on this spotlight, I feel like it it beats out King of Comedy. I still think I'm taking After Hours though. That mm-hmm. one's just unique and really cool. I wasn't expecting. I really liked After Hours. I like that. And then, but I think the closest comparison is Goodfellas here. I mean, oh, of course. Um, yes. And I think I, I think I take Casino over Goodfellas, actually. Um, no kidding. Casino, I don't know. It, it, there, I, I, I'm kind of going back and forth. Casino kind of doesn't really feel like there's much of like a plot. It's just you're kind of watching these events just kind of happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just one thing kind of leads on to the next. There's no, no real. I don't know. I guess like. Uh, one singular story that's happening. There's kind of just a lot of a lot of things that are going on. I guess this is is based on some true events. So, but I guess more dramatized um, at some points. But um, yeah, it's pretty spot on though. Yeah, uh, crazy to think that these people existed. Yeah, no, it was a real, and, real story. Yeah, and this this stuff actually went down. Um, I don't know. I don't know where I stand. On Goodfellas and, and Casino, though, I think I'd, I'd have to give Goodfellas a rewatch because I think, mm-hmm. as of right now, I might be on the Casino side. But I don't know. I think um, this it doesn't feel like Scorsese. I don't know why. This is like the least Scorsese feeling of them to me, and it just I don't know. It just, I, I guess I'm I like of the, the gangster movies. I guess it it is a very classic. Maybe I just don't like gangster movies all that much. Like I, I like um I do I do like them. Like uh they it's this weird like secondhand sort of like I know I'm never going to be involved in this life whatsoever mm. and I know right. like I'm never even going to get close to it, but it's like it's like just putting yourself there. 
for a movie, you know, just to 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 see what it's like to be a criminal. It's such a weird feeling, but it feels mm-hmm. like it's like the secondhand criminal. Yeah. In ish. No, um, I get that. He does a good job at capturing that, you know. I actually yeah. I personally don't hold this as high as Goodfellas for me, but when it comes to my Scorsese uh ranking, my my mm-hmm. letterboxed list. Um I've watched 15 Scorsese films. Two is Goodfellas. Three is Casino after my second watch. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I guess uh, I haven't seen The Irishman. Is that also kind of like a gangster? Is that very much so? Gangster? Much okay. So. Yeah. But that one's, uh, I think another rewatch for me might shoot that up my fucking list. Um, I, I like, I, I've watched it twice when it first came out and then earlier this year. And when we watch it again, I'm fairly certain that'll be one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I love, I love The Irishman, but, uh, yeah, I, I love Casino. I think that uh, it takes everything that he kind of built up in Goodfellas and takes it a step further with the grandeur of it. You know, like it's uh, Goodfellas almost feels small time compared. Yeah. It does feel small time compared mm-hmm. to Casino. Casino feels like it's such a a much bigger operation and a much more impactful operation on uh an entire city, Las Vegas. The like we know, we know Vegas. We know exactly. Mm-hmm. We, we don't know exactly how it works per se as layman, but to see how it was run at some point by uh, by the mob, by the mafia, oh. is uh, man fascinating. So whenever the dude just pulls up in the counting room, takes his stack, puts it in the in the suitcase, walks out. Is that, like, because they kind of, like, I don't know, I really like that scene. It might be my favorite one when they're kind of breaking down the whole operation. And it's kind of, like, just going through, like, how easy it is to walk in this room, fill a suitcase full of cash, and leave the casino. Mm. And, like, it, that's it. But, like, it kind of seemed that, like, the casino didn't know that this was happening. Or that they knew it was happening, but they were looking the other way on purpose. Because yeah, I mean, that dude who was going in there and getting the bag was, like, the casino manager. Like he, Yeah, he okay, so it's very yeah. known that, yeah. that they're doing this. Okay, yeah, I don't, but it's like, a, you know, but you like, don't know, yeah. you know, like, yeah, you don't, it, okay. you don't know that. Okay. You don't, you don't, you don't act like you know that, you know, yeah. like, it's just, it's just happening. You know, if a few bucks get lost, you know, who's to say, because they're all, they're all getting paid off the top. That's a, that's a great part mm-hmm. of this movie when Joe Pesci starts taking mm-hmm. over the narration. Yeah. Like, I yeah, mean, the yeah. skimmers are obviously skimming. It's just a part of the work. You know yeah. <laughs> that if these if these guys are getting paid to yeah. hide something, they are going to take something off the top for themselves. On top of that, it's just how mm-hmm. the business works. Yeah, uh, just how these things work. And that's me, you know? Nikki Santoro. I, I love I love Joey. I love Joe Pesci. His voice in this and, and like his voice at large is fucking hilarious. I think and uh, absolute menace. This dude is. Oh my god. I don't. Me. I'm Nicky Santoro. You know, he he's got that high. Good fellas, you know. Yeah, I'm. Tell me exactly how I'm funny. You know that that awkward kind of. You know, I'm funny like, like you, a clown. You just don't fuck like with I'm that. A, I'm a clown. I'm here to amuse you. I think Nicky Santoro though. He's a little more methodical. You know, oh like this God. man's. This man's put plot. your head in a vice. Um, he will, Ooh. dude. That was rough. That was. Oh my god, I've never thought about that before. You, pop, you make me pop your fucking eye out for that fucking guy? What are you, what are you, what's your fucking problem? Uh, dang this dude. This, like, oh my god, I've never had that fear in my life at all. And now, 
I have to think of my head getting crushed in a vice and how bad what that would even feel like, you know? Oh my god. That would suck. Yeah. No, this, that would not be good. This dude's a villain. Like a straight up oh, this is, villain. Yeah. Um Yeah, you just you don't it, what the dude coming up to him at the bar or whatever, like he's just at a bar and what does that dude even he gets a pen and he just just kills the dude. I mean just, just yeah. absolutely shanks the what dude. Was over that and over. Shit you were talking about to my friend. Tell my I friend forgot. to go fuck himself. Oh, that's right. He literally just told De Niro to like fuck himself. Yeah, and completely like, out of pocket. I don't know that it warranted murder, but uh, yes. uh, mm-hmm. he was definitely in the wrong um, until Nikki Santoro yeah. murders him. And it's like, okay, well, now there's a new guy ah, in the wrong. Damn, um, that guy. Yeah. I don't, he just, Joe Pesci plays that like. Loose cannon. Yeah, you just have no idea what the dude's gonna do next, and I'm I'm afraid of him at all times in the movie. I'm afraid oh, for love, everyone. I like, love the, the way that uh, they kind of portray that through Sam Rothstein, uh, Robert De Niro, that when they go meet in the desert, and he's Ooh. like, "I usually gave myself a ninety ninety nine percent chance of coming back from a meeting in the desert with Nikki. This time, it was fifty 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 fifty. You know? Yeah, I'm uh, like, yeah, that's. That's just that's sketchy. Meeting out in the middle, middle of nowhere, Ooh. and like they talk about, like you know, everyone knows about the holes in the desert or whatever. Yeah. And like how many bodies are under here, and and that that scene, that scene was really good. Like I don't know that that's the thing. It's like there's just uh, like I was I was trying to think of like what my favorite scene of the movie is, and there's just so many different little really cool parts of the movie that like yeah. that desert scene is really stylized too um, oh very much so like it's i don't know it's very like western at, my you favorite know, shot like, comes from off. that scene um it's when nikki is speeding up the road to meet him and you see Ooh. it reflected in his glasses as Ooh. he's pulling up like that shit is fucking yeah yeah gorgeous yeah yeah um, and this one Dude. does have a very unique uh, visual sense compared to a lot of Scorsese. There's a lot of stuff that's like hyper stylized, you know, like when the dice is getting rolled and it like zooms in on it and it's like slow motion. Like that shit's really cool. Uh, and there's a lot of examples like that. There's a shot when uh, Sharon Stone is looking at jewelry, jewelry and it's like mm-hmm. rotating in front of her face and it kind of keeps mm-hmm. shifting focus between her and the necklace mm-hmm. she's holding. And it's just... Wow. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, this. I think it look. It look. I really like the look. Like the look of this. Like, and I think I don't know, you're in a casino for most of it as mm. well. And like, and at like Sam's house, which is very flashy, and all mm. of their costume, the costumes as well. The costume design went gorgeous. hard. Oh my god. Yeah. This. I don't know. I was reading uh, a little bit of trivia. Apparently, like De Niro had like over eighty or something different different outfits um and then um yeah sam rothstein had a fucking uh, style yeah he had a fashion sense apparently they gotta keep them all or something let's see yeah the costume the budget for the film was a million dollars just the costume budget robert de niro had 70 different costumes and sharon stone had 40 and both were allowed to keep their costumes after god damn yeah yeah Yeah, i mean rothstein had some fucking suits man Dude, the colorful. I love the suits. Just like in mm-hmm. in After Hours as well, kind of pulling up in 
got you know not on as much in after hours or maybe i'm thinking about king of comedy actually yeah no king of comedy um pulling up in in some colorful suits but no this uh the wardrobe's gotta go gotta go to sam ace um here eight i don't know they they call him ace i feel like a couple i don't know what the you refer to him as sam or ace uh i I mean either or i mean they're both him you know yeah Um, i feel like um like whatever Sam. whatever feels right in the moment, you know? Um, yeah, I love yeah, the character they're... of Sam Rothstein. I think mm-hmm. that of every, like, thinking of Scorsese protagonists, uh, or main characters, rather, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking to H- Henry Hill in Goodfellas, uh, Jordan Belfort in uh, Wolf of Wall Street, even Rupert Pupkin and uh, Paul Hackett. This is easily the most likable protagonist he's ever had, and he's even so he's still a little bit of a piece of shit. Yes, you know, yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, I, it he is a piece of shit, but then you have Nikki Santoro on the other side, so it's like you know, like Sam is more of just like he's smart, he's very and like very methodical and very mm-hmm. like he gets his shit done. That's why and he's, he's caring. He, he does care yeah. about the people in his life, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's true. you know, whereas where you see Jordan Belfort, like hit his wife and take his child, mm-hmm. this guy, you know, he does everything he can to prevent that sort of situation and unabashedly loves his child, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, Oh yeah. It's, yeah, uh, it might, it's, might not be the best, uh, husband necessary, you no. know, to his wife. But like he's not not like a, a piece of shit. Like he he does actually love her. Like and yeah. he's like no. Like I I really do love. Like if if I don't know that that scene was was really really good. Whenever they were sitting down and he was like I like I want to marry you. Like I'm serious. Like mm-hmm. I I'm really serious about you. And she was like oh I don't you know like what hold on that's not who I am. You know yeah. like I don't know. And he's like okay I'm okay with that. I, I can I can be okay with that. You know he he kind of like. He's very like, collected. You know, that can grow. That can grow as long yeah. as it's built on a mutual respect. Uh, you know, like uh, he's so transactional. You oh, know, yeah. he's like he's uh, he's thinking of the returns for everything, and and I guess like in a casino, like that's the money will come. That's mm-hmm. like if you have the tables, you have the slots, you have whatever, the money's going to come. The only thing you need to have is security. Make sure people don't rob you. And then making sure people aren't robbing you from under the table. Like, that's that's literally all. You're robbing the population of their money opening yeah. a casino. So you just got to make sure that you're not robbed yourself. Right. And that's how, how you maximize profits. I don't know. Like, casinos are just an insane thing to me. Like, oh, yeah. It's insane that there is a city in the United States that this is, like, just all the business. This is, like, everything in a city. And this year is what round. the city is known for it yeah, is it's not it like is a part illegal. of the year they happen to make a ton of money no year round they're raking it the fuck in you know like like i mean everyone knows like the lottery is kind of like a scam like everyone knows you're like you're not going to win the lottery but like yeah i'll buy a ticket here mm-hmm. just just for the chance you know it's great but you know it's a scam like full full like you, you know like yeah I, i'm burning my money basically right um casinos it's there's it, it like toes the line because people like to go out to a casino and have a good time and like so that's how some people like justify it being like yeah i'm it's going out with my friends you know having yeah. a good time and everything and it's 
if you have self-control, a casino is a perfectly fun place to hang out, you know? That's true. Yes. But, um, I don't know. They're, they're a danger. The, the amount of tricks they have to, like, keep you there. No oh, yeah. windows. No clocks. No, like, you, you have no idea what time of day it is. They'll give you free drinks. They'll give you a bunch of stuff. You know, you, you eventually lose enough money. They'll give you a free, free hotel room for the night. They'll give you a freaking car eventually. They'll give you a freaking <laughs> nice restaurant meal. You know, like, it's crazy what casinos do. Like, it's insane. They are just printing money. Um, and that's, I mean, that, that is what they were doing. That's how mm-hmm. the mob was like, shit, man, we, we earn in other places, but, but man, this is pretty nice. We just walk in a room and literally take the money every now and then. Like, this is, this is as easy as it could get. And if you don't um, have Nikki Santoro down there to fuck it up, there's probably no way this ever stopped. You know, like Nikki Santoro dang. just made too much fucking noise. Yeah. Uh, well, you needed, you needed a Nikki. You needed someone to, to lay down the law and to put the fear and you needed that person at the beginning to like, uh, to let people know not to fuck with you. But then, and then, I don't know. Did it just it's get to funny. his... It's whenever he started going like, well, I'm not just going to skim off the top. I'm going to start my own family, That's basically. True. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to run shit, and I'm going to take shit. Like, it's... Then you can't overlook that. Back. Yeah, what, what, was, what did he say? Like, uh, people always give, but they never... They never give or like give to who's actually doing the work or something yeah, like right. that. I don't know what the verbiage was, but... But no, I... For performance, I, I I think I'm I was between uh, De Niro and Pesci mm. for my performance, uh, and then I'm like De Niro. Honestly, like didn't really have to do a whole lot, like performance wise. He kind of just mm. kept the same kind of attitude the whole time. He's got a pretty level um, head in er, this yeah. movie for sure. Um, and so I, I liked I liked Joe Pesci's performance way more. When I whenever I put it on that level, I'm like, oh, it's kind of clear to me that like Joe Pesci mm. kind of. Uh, outperformed and then i'm like man maybe i I had it wrong maybe it's between joe pesci and and sharon stone for the performance um Uh, yeah i have no doubt mine sharon stone like she's uh she's on another fucking planet in this movie man uh you talk about the uh the fucking masha figure from the Mm. king of comedy you know, mm-hmm. and you kind of translate it here to a much more complicated person who's been through a lot more and mm-hmm. has a lot more facets to her personality. It's uh, it's it, she's a fascinating character, and Sharon Stone I think performs it as yeah. good as any. Like uh, I think that this might be Scorsese's best written woman character. You know, mm. uh. Mm-hmm. Karen Here's... Hill is pretty good by Lorraine, Lorraine Bracco, um, and they mm-hmm. all have they all have this they all have fascinating aspects about them, like Masha and like Karen and like and uh, and like Ginger here. But uh, Sharon really elevates the material. Sharon Stone, she is fucking good in this. Mm. Um, it has has this pat can't can't get get rid of of a a past relationship. You know, I don't know what that dude's name was. Um, it was a uh, uh, Lester Diamond. And is that it? Yeah, Lester. Far from a, uh, I mean, past relationship is certainly one way to put it. Um, was he? Oh, what, he was what her, was? He was her pimp oh. when she was fourteen. 
Um, oh, yeah, okay. she's I a, forgot she's about a, that. Then. She's been groomed, and she's oh. like a yeah, she's a big time victim of oh, a I lot of not. terrible stuff. Um, I did, I did not remember that. Okay, maybe. I, oh man. Oh, when does when does she say that? Um, it's is, just is kind it of a implied. Um, oh really? Is yeah, it, there's there's a lot of points because he's like they say that Lester Diamond is a pimp. Lester says something about how he's known her since she was a young, 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 young girl. Oh, um, dude. She has this loyalty to him. She can't get away from him. No matter how good she has it in every other aspect of her life, she needs to get the approval of Lester Diamond. And uh, that's uh, because Lester Diamond groomed her. Like, that's uh, 100% what happened. Okay, this makes um, way more sense. Because I'm like, I'm like... I was thinking that this was like it's just like a a relationship she couldn't like. I'm like, why why do you oh, keep no. coming back? Like, this okay. is a comp. This is a ginger is a victim in this relationship to this the. She already seemed like it, much, but like much. even yeah, more that, than yeah, you could possibly comprehend. Sense. Yeah, yeah, she's coming back and like she she did feel this like obligation, and I'm like, I don't like there there has to be something deeper going on there. Okay, that just I just didn't know if it was that was like explicitly said, and I just. Um, I mean, it's again, we're dealing with a three hour movie that moves at yeah. a pretty incessant pace. So yeah. like it is hard to keep up with at points. And uh, that that would be one of the things that could fly under the radar. Because uh, mm. the first time I watched this. You know, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, Ginger, get your shit together. And then like uh, the second time I watched this, I'm like, fuck, man, she was never going to get her I'm, shit together. Like, this poor yeah, fucking woman. I'm definitely going to uh, be watching it differently the next time. Like, I'm, I'm going to be watching it through a different lens and definitely Yeah, because that's her. like, that is the reason her character is the way she is, is because mm-hmm. she was groomed oh, yeah. from a young age by a pimp who treated her like his lady, but also sold her body yeah. to be okay. used. And like, uh, oh, so it's just, and, and that Even actually comes yeah, I went with Sharon Stone for my performance, but my line comes from Sam whenever he confronts them at the diner. Whenever she's like, mm-hmm. I need this amount of money, and she goes and takes it straight to Lester Diamond. Mm-hmm. And then he has him like beat up in the parking lot and stuff, like that whole part. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever he says, uh, be a man. Don't be a fucking pimp. You know, like mm-hmm. that's a, that's a hard ass line, you know, like, cause I, I love the idea, cause something that the mafia movies, are notoriously terrible about is the treatment is the treatment of women, you know, and mm-hmm. that's what makes Ace Rothstein such a fascinating character in yeah. comparison to a lot of protagonists is that he genuinely cares about this woman. And there's mm-hmm. a, uh, there's a loyalty to her that he refuses to break, you know? Um, whereas in every other mob movie, it's like the protagonist is fucking around, you know, like they are every That's other, th- like they, yeah. they, they have their mm-hmm. wife and they have their girlfriend, you know, girlfriends came Thursday nights, wives came Friday nights, you know, that, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, and his trying to use the mob almost as an avenue to be his own man. Like he's connected, but he's not, in the mob you know so he feels like he gives them he gives them the tips on his betting you know he's never wrong sort of thing he knows mm-hmm. that that'll get him by he got himself a casino you know back home i would dude, be locked up from what for what i'm doing my but... line dude that was so sick i don't know i love those yeah back home they would have put me in jail for what i'm doing here they're giving me awards you know yeah. and then you see him yeah. just living lavish yeah like dude is 
as like what a crit it is insane that that is like it's a city like that 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 yeah. that, that city exists and like it is illegal everywhere else other than international waters and that's what or indie or native american reservation land that mm-hmm. is that is like a casino it is either on a river or a native american reservation land cuz that's technically not american soil so it's yeah. legal to gamble there and it's like what a concept like what a it's just nuts um but yeah no this in the early days of vegas like in this like this is how could you i don't know this 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 seems like the perfect operate how could it get any better like mm. for crim like criminally like what other money like you don't even have to launder the money you don't have to like it's it, it's just straight cash in a suitcase like i think that is probably my favorite scene i don't know i was trying to trying to to pick and i really like when joe pesci's just breaking it down he's like oh yeah, yeah see these guys they're working here they they don't see they don't see anything you know and it's like just another just another guy walking out of the casino with a suitcase you know or yeah. what like just just kind of narrating the whole thing and and going through i did like that i don't know i i'm a there's a lot of good scenes in this movie, man. Like the one I was speaking to where my line came from whenever mm. he goes and mm. confronts them. That's a fantastic scene where Sharon Stone gets to perform her ass Dude. off. Oh, um, man. oh, she definitely. Dude, she's fucking good. Yeah. Um, I'm she she's definitely the performance of the movie. That's for sure. I'm glad I'm glad you gave gave her the nod. Um, yeah, she's, she, she's brilliant. But damn. I mean, like, there's a lot of options. I think that shit the way this movie culminates the end. That's a crazy end. It's a wild yeah. ending, you know. Don't the mess way with another man's Mickey, wife. You yep, know, the, the mob doesn't do Mickey, like that. Mickey Santoro. Um, that's the a great ending. I love like that. that. Ace Rothstein probably gets the happiest ending of any Scorsese protagonist ever. Um, yeah, he's just, he, he just knows, he, lives he goes it. back to going back to betting. He knows he, yep. he knows he'll move to there. San Diego and just keeps raking in money. You know, like that's all he does. Yeah. Um, Damn, yeah, oh, that is good. Um, now, yeah, I'm not like, there. The confrontation the, in the desert, like it's a, there's a lot of good. That's scenes. a good one. The desert might be the actual other scene, and like how uh, he, like Nikki, like kind of shows up late, like you know, like De Niro's out there mm-hmm. waiting, and it like yeah. that makes him more nervous. You know, he's like, yeah. oh, I don't, like, don't know what to expect, and and like Nikki's always been like uh, Sam's like right hand man you know like it mm. like if anyone would say anything bad about sam that was like that's fighting word, you know then it's nikki's time to go, go it's fuck time up for me that. to murder you if you tell yeah but boy. now it's like now you're seeing him walk like up quickly to sam like with with anger and you're like oh like the the tables have turned here you know like mm-hmm. there's he's feeling his power now you know he's like um I guess he he feels like responsible, you know. He he's the one actually doing all the dirty work and and everything, and and he wants to to get his his part, whatever. Even though he's not living good enough, love how they make him a a caring father. You know, they're like, yeah, this dude murders people on a whim, absolutely. But God, does he love his son? He's there every yeah, breakfast. Junior, yeah, he's there every breakfast, and I'm like, that's just hilarious. That's fucking amazing. That's just yeah. he, great. He always makes. Always makes it home for breakfast. Loves his brother. Loves loves his family. Except you know he's the classic mob guy who despises his wife. Um, and yeah. 
and fucks around yeah. and fucks his mm-hmm. friend's wife and yeah at all the this. end of um, of that scene whenever he's breaking it down he just gets a blowjob in the car you know yeah, like, like it's like yeah, all right so move over this is what yeah. we're doing today yep all right go ahead and the way he like pushes their head down yeah. every single time oh, like he takes yeah. he takes action which is mm-hmm. like uh this pathetic fuck of a man you know like he even does it to sharon stone later whenever she's getting like vulnerable with him he's like yeah it's all right sweetie and he just pushes her and it's like god uh, damn you disgusting uh, fuck uh, um, i went with them for performance though i think i, I will he's very will, good in it there's no question I, oh my god does he i i'm just afraid like i feel like if i saw joe pesci in real life i'd be afraid like i'm just like is this does this dude actually have a little bit of this in him you know like it's yeah, right. feels like it's coming from somewhere i don't know um dude's just maybe that's how he grew up grew up in the in the in the mob and he was he was he was the muscle yeah going from home alone um to this you know it's like home alone and goodfellas were actually in the same year what the hell what yeah homie had a good year dude is but what different like always a criminal he's he's a fantastic like an underratedly fantastic actor Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. he uh you know him and de niro are you know, I think that a lot of people are always like Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Anytime they're in a movie together, it's fucking great. The better acting duo is Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. Uh, they they have a chemistry that is fucking incredible. Um, Raging Bull, Goodfellas, this later on, The Irishman. Like, uh, there are so many great roles. I mean, like he did My Cousin Vinny, My Cousin Vinny, which is a comedy role in 1992. In between Goodfellas and Casino, mm. um, mm-hmm. like it's, he just—it says he, that he most of the conversations man. between De Niro and Pesci were just improvised. That I Scorsese would tell him where to start and where to end, but the rest was up to them. And like, oh, that—that's a th- like a a thing I really liked about this is that it did feel just very genuine. Like it felt like, um, De Niro and Pesci, like everyone understood their character, like completely, completely, yeah. and and it feels like a lot of the lines couldn't be scripted. You know, like a lot of lines were, like whenever, like <laughs> some of them were were kind of funny. Like uh, Nikki was going up to somebody, and I think just collecting uh, from someone, uh, trying to get some money, and they're at I don't know where they're at, but there's like this like glass. A window oh, yeah, 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 yeah. in a little hole you know just that you little fucking hole it, or whatever huh? and he's like yeah. what if i shove your face through that fucking little hole in the window right there and i'm just like i, I don't know it, like what a funny threat like to throw at someone but like scary at the same time because like you might actually fucking do it um but like i, I wonder if that if that was like improv- you know he's just like he was told that he had to you know, scare the dude, or like, I wonder Whenever if he just looked at the, the window and he goes, yeah, I'll shove your fucking face through that window right there. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> whenever he's talking to the lawyer, when he's like, that's that one where he like visits, uh, visits Sam comes in through the side door, talks to his mm. lawyer for a second. And he's like, uh, yeah, you know, for instance, tomorrow morning, I'll get up nice and early, take a walk down to the bank oh. and, uh, walk in and see. And, uh, if you don't have my money for me, I'll crack your fucking head wide open in front of everybody in the bank. And just about the time that I'm coming out of jail, hopefully you'll be coming out of your coma. And guess what? I'll split your fucking head open again because oh I'm fucking God. stupid and I don't give a fuck about jail. That's my business. That's what I do. I'm like, oh, my God, what a fucking like uh, this. And I love the way Sam like he leaves. And he's like, what are you doing? 
this guy's a pussy. He's going to go to the FBI. What are you oh, doing, man? Like, dude. this is. Yeah, he's yeah. like, dude, really? Come on. What a, like, what a friend to have where you're, where that's just like an, a common, like a, dude, really? Come on. What the fuck, dude? Like, any other normal person in that situation would have been like, oh my, I got it. I'm an accomplice. Like, I got to get the fuck out of it. Like, I'm, like, I'm not involved with you. I didn't see or hear any of that. Dude's mm. just like, come on, Nikki, dude. You can't talk to that guy like that. He's a narc. Dude, yeah. come on. This guy, this guy could fuck up a cup of coffee. The Kansas <laughs> yeah. City underboss. Yeah. Yeah, just don't don't fuck with another man's wife, though. That's their rule. They're like, ah, he's getting too much smoke? Ah, whatever. We don't really care. We're still mm. collecting. We're still earning. We're, we're doing all this stuff. Hey, he's killing people left and right. No problem. We're the mob. We do. Oh, he's sleeping with his wife? It's over. Yeah, Send the cavalry. Yeah. Get him out in a field. Fucking kill his brother right in front of his face to brutally as well. Holy They shit. bury them alive. Holy I don't think the brother was alive. No, I think he was dead. Brother gone. But yeah. Uh Nikki got buried alive, that's for sure. That Oh my god. Apparently uh Joe Pesci broke a rib uh whenever he was pushed into the grave. Oh. Um, apparently, apparently the same rib he broke during Raging Bull. I haven't seen Raging Bull, so I don't know Another great when he would have broken flick. a rib in there. But uh, apparently, he broke the same rib. Uh, Scorsese has a has a thing out for Joe Pesci's rib. I guess this this one particular <laughs> one, that single rib. Yeah, no man, Got it out for him. But yeah, that's a brutal. That that was brutal at the end, like at the end there. That was just in an insane way to kill someone Just... i love the montage like the montage at the end of them clean like tying up loose ends the one mm-hmm. where the dude like runs in through one door a gun chases him you hear the gunshots and then he walks out of the door and he's got the squibs going off on his chest like that's fucking awesome right up uh, shoots him right yeah. in the head afterwards yeah. oh my gosh yeah the one in there. the parking lot where he walks up to him and just caps his at like it's just a classic mob movie this is the end sort of thing, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. they get a lot more like uh, there's a little bit of a something that this has in common with gangs in New York, actually, in the ending where Ace Rothstein is talking about Vegas and how it'll never be what it once was. You know, now it's like Disneyland, you know, like it's a mm-hmm. it's a whole other place. They they won't even remember what we what we were like, yeah. you know, like uh, that that sort of thing. And mm. uh it's a fascinating. I, I love the end of this movie. Uh, one one of my favorite shots. It didn't get my favorite shot, but it's like the inside of the casino and the the light that's like washing out everybody's silhouette, and they're all like they all got like fanny packs and colorful shirts on, and they're just walking into the casino like, oh, it's a happy day, everything's fun and games, and he's like, they don't have any fucking idea, you know? Like <laughs> that's uh, like it's uh, just a brilliant, brilliant fucking movie, man. Like I. I like I said, genuinely one of my favorite Scorsese movies of all time. It's uh, mm-hmm. I don't know when my shot happened. Uh, necessary. I think it's closer to the beginning. It's whenever I think it's whenever he's like measuring the dice, making sure it's all regulation, throwing it back on the table, yes. kind of walking, just kind of doing his round sort of thing. And then there's like it's overhead, uh, mm. like straight down, and it's just him like walking through the floor and it's just, it just yeah. goes for a little bit like in a straight yeah, the line, tables like, on either side of him tables. and everything yeah the craft tables i mean casinos just are, are all already visually captivating like it's the point like the uh, bright lights and them. the colorful yeah, it's like floors a perfect and the... 
movies. The carpet yeah. on the floor is and always even like a fantastic seeing the guys design. up above the ceiling, like that are yeah. with binoculars looking down. Yeah. Uh, like that. That was that was another because I guess like that um, sequence. Whenever they're at yeah. the table and like we meet Ginger and he's like somebody's Ooh. always watching somebody and like you get mm-hmm. these like pan whips like over to this guy's watching this guy and this guy's watching this guy and like all the all the whipping of the camera yeah. and the editing is brilliant in this movie also Thelma Schumacher mm. is fucking brilliant in the in the editor spot and uh, close collaborator with Scorsese she makes mm. his movies all the more enjoyable but. Uh, yeah, that's a brilliant little sequence. I think my favorite scene is them catching the cheaters. Mm, Whenever cool. someone's sending the signal and De Niro like kneels down and he looks at the guy and then he looks over this way and he's explaining how they deal with cheaters. Mm-hmm. And then he back, they bash the dude's hand. He's like, ah, you, you use your left hand at all? He's like, you oh. use your left hand to send the signal? He's like, no, I'm a right. I'm, I'm righty. I'm a right handed man. He's like, uh, cool, okay. You know, he like snaps. He's like, do it, and he like smashes. Need to learn how to do right it with hand. your left hand. Yeah, I think he says yeah. like, you're gonna need to learn how to do it with your left. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. oh dude, oh my god, like yeah, being being the taken. Guy's trying the to cash room. out. He's like, Mm-mm. come on, come on. No, yeah, we got to talk to you real quick. Congrats, you did a good job. I'm trying, here. To, I'm trying to think. There was another movie. I think it might have. It's like. Oh my gosh, what's it called? I don't know the name of it, but it's like a teacher that counts cards and he takes one of his students to go count with him um, in Vegas and they they have like a, an operation making money. I think it's like either 20, it might just be called 21, um, mm. but they have a scene where one guy gets kind of caught, brought, brought into the back room of a casino and is like, hey, we know what you're doing, you know, we... I, we know it's you're you're doing it on your own accord, and it's you know whatever. But that can't happen here, you know. Like you can't use your brain in a casino, which I think is is hilarious. Like that's all counting cards is literally just thinking very about, hard yeah. about blackjack. Like it's yeah. it's just it's strategy turned up to to eleven, like more than the average person just ever wants to even think about blackjack. Um. Yeah, it's, no, it, it is funny that it's illegal because it's literally you, yeah. just it's you, literally just paying attention. You can't cheat, asshole. But but at the same time, the casino, every game you play, the odds are in their favor already. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what game you play, and so it's like, yeah, they're telling you not to cheat, but they are literally cheating you mm. the whole time. Uh, but I don't know. I'm, I love the when someone gets taken in the back room of a casino, you know. And I've I've only been to like probably a casino twice in my life, and and I'm like, I was I don't know how to count cards. I think I looked at like one YouTube video at one point in my life, and I'm like, oh, I bet I could probably do that. And I'm like sitting, I'm playing blackjack in a casino, and I'm like just seeing if I could like keep up with a, a game and like count and i'm like i can't, this is fucking so hard and i like gave up pretty no quickly. yeah like it's incredible like it's an incredible skill yeah you know and to but do like, it in I, a way that isn't so obvious is that's what i was saying yeah i'm me. like is a camera like is someone watching me do they know i'm trying to count right now 
you know, yeah, someone right. who's inexperienced, like, ad- I don't know, but, because apparently now it's, like, all camera systems that catch up. Like, it's, like, AI can, like, tell if someone is counting or, like, cheating within, like, seconds. And, like, it's mm-hmm. the facial record. Like, casinos, like, they the security that casinos have is almost, like, military-grade, yeah. like, fucking level. Uh, now, yeah, is- I'm actually, I'm going to a casino for the first time to participate this week. Um You've never been, or you've been. I've but been you to a casino. Been. I've never, I've never gambled. Um, Ooh, it's it's a good feel. Like it, if you don't I, do it a lot, it's. So I have good. a I have a grave degree of self control and not enough mm-hmm. money to bet a lot. I'm you up. Know? So I'm like, I'm up in my life on the casinos. I've put in twenty dollars. There you go. Um, and I think like on that night, I more than doubled my money on blackjack. Um. And then I think, I don't know, I went back one time, and I think I literally, like, it's not real money. Like, you put your money into the, you give it to the cashier or whatever, yeah, and then all the chip. money you have is just a, like, most of it is a slip. Like a, like a, pay, a like you'll play, like, at a machine, and then your winnings, it's, it's printed out on, like, this little paper slip. And then you okay. take that slip to either an ATM or the cashier, and that's how you cash out. Gotcha. And and I was just there. I think it was like one of my friends' birthdays, and I'm just there. And someone left like a slip of like $20 just on the floor. And I'm like, I mean, that's just free money on the floor. You know, I'm like, I, I'm not going to try to find whoever this is, it, whoever this right. is, because I'm going to go up to someone and be like, hey, is this your $20? And I'm like, yeah, that's mine. And I'm like, oh, okay. you know, so whatever. So, yeah, no, so I take sure. it. I take it. And I, I think I, I made a little bit more than $20. So I'm, I'm technically up on there casinos. And I've, I've, I haven't been back since, and I think I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to no, ever yeah, like, again I, so that I can just always say that I'm up on the house. Yeah. But it's only like 20 bucks, you yeah, know, it's total not much. profit at all. No, yeah, I, uh, yeah, we're going to go for a whole, like, uh, we're going to do as much as we can in the casino. We're going to go to their spa. We're going to do all, we're going to okay. do all that. We're going to go gambling. We're going to get a room for the night, mm-hmm. uh, all that. So, like, I'm prepared. I'm prepared. You know, to throw to throw a little cash at it, I, I've got yeah, like yeah. a little. I got a little budget set up in my head. Mm-hmm. Second, I reach it, I'm walking the fuck away. You know, yep. won't be drinking yep. so that I don't go like fuck <laughs> it. I can do this, man. Keep it coming. Let's uh, throw it all on black. Let's yeah, fucking you know. go. Yeah, no, like, yeah, not doing any of that. Um, it's it's crazy how sound you can go in. Like, oh you yeah. Know. Like, but that's what the, that's that's the point of casinos is that they they like it's they so... do everything they possibly can to convince you to keep doing what you're doing. It's it is captivating. It is insane. It is like well, yeah. and I'm already like the uh, the reason I haven't is because I'm a very I'm a competitive person. It's I, and it's like yeah. it's more a personal challenge. It's not necessarily I want to beat these motherfuckers. It's I want to do better than I just did. Mm-hmm. You know. And if I have the ability to do better than I just did, I want to do better than I just did. And yeah. so that's why I'm like, I'm, I, I gotta have a hard line, you know, and I've, I've got a decent sense of self control, especially when it comes to I, money. I don't have infinite money, you know, I don't have that's a lot true. of money. Just uh, expect if you go in thinking that you're lighting this money on fire and it's gone anyways, and if you come back with anything, it's like, oh, that's great. You know, I was, I'm I was very, this like, that is exactly mm-hmm. how I'm going in. Mm-hmm. I'm going, I'm going to lose. Two hundred dollars today, you know, like that is that is what I am yeah. doing. You know, uh, oh, yeah. I'm spending two hundred dollars for an experience that will likely piss me the fuck off. You know, like that's uh, 
the experience. I think the most I got out of a casino, I think I learned it is the best place in the world to people watch. Oh, yeah. Just to sit back and just watch people. You can, in an instant, you can kind of tell the regulars versus the people who are in here for a fun night. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you, you will look at someone that you know within seconds of looking at them that they spend their entire life almost in here at this table waiting for it. You know, like, I mean, it's mm. it's crazy. The amount of old people you'll just see at slots oh, yeah. just just looking at it, just fucking hitting the button over and over. No emotion, just whatever. Just they just keep going. It's a, it's an insane place to be in. I love just watching. I mean, like, that's uh, there's a certainly an addiction aspect to it. You know, it's the... And I know that's no secret. Like gambling addiction is a very, very real thing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And like I could, uh, I've got, I've got that, I've got that in me. You know, I think, I think if I it's if crazy. I lived next to a casino, the only reason that I don't go to casinos is because they're forty minutes away. You know. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a if distance between closer, me and the casino. Yeah. Eesh, I'd be fucked. Like, I'd be fucked because like, I, I mean, like, not only is it, I mean, it's got to be fun, especially if you're going with people that you're friends with and you're all having a good time. Oh yeah, it's a cool place to be. You know, you're at the casino. It's a fun. Like, it's, it's, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, there's everything yeah. there. They have everything there that you could ever need. They have like it's crazy. Like the comps that they'll give people. Like I have. Mm-hmm. There's. I mean, I, I got some people that that uh in the family that might not have the best pasts that could have some some stuff that is kind of similar to this movie a little right. bit and they they're very friendly with the casinos like it's insane how much the casinos give them though like mm-hmm. their rooms are always free and like they they've gotten a car from the cas- like they've gotten entire like vacations paid for they've gotten and it and it is solely because the casino knows that they have given them more money like the mm. like they have gotten more money from them than they have given out in all these comps and stuff like that and that's just it's crazy to think like how much money people just give oh yeah no i have a i have an aunt who is a uh she works she works in a casino you know she works she works for a restaurant that is is up at the casino so she spends a lot of time gambling you know and every couple Mm -hmm. years every few years it's like oh great my aunt won ten thousand dollars last night that's that's amazing she put way more than $10,000 into it over the course of those sure. years though. You know, like that's uh and so like but that's the thing is that if mm-hmm. if, if that's what you're going to do, you cannot think about it like that. You know, like you cannot if you are going to commit yourself to being like I'm going to have a good time at the casino. You cannot go well, like, well shit. I might have just won $15,000, but I have put 25 into this. You know, like uh over the scary. course of years. Yeah. It's scary. I don't know. I'm like I'm always up in uh, like on both like i go back and forth on casinos like on one hand i'm like maybe they shouldn't be a thing because it it kind of is like preying on the poor a little bit like it's it's like you you can hit it big here you don't have to have any special talents you know you just have to have a little bit of money Mm -hmm. you can make it big and your life can change and that one opportunity is like enough to get anyone in there and like Mm -hmm. and people can throw their whole like money they need for like food and water and all this stuff away but then on the other hand i'm like well it's their decision to go in there. Yeah, first. then control it's yourself. Nothing. You know, like uh, I understand yeah, like, that addiction is a very real thing, and that's a, that's absolutely a factor mm-hmm. in this sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, it's it's not like it's a it's not like it's fucking 
it's not a literal drug, you know, that you have a dependency on that if you stop going, you will get a headache and you will get sick. It's it's not mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. it is a it is a mental addiction like that is that is what it is. And it's it's scary, man, because those are those are I'd argue those are the most scary addictions because it isn't physical. It is entirely you going like this. is This is what I do. You know, this is what I want. And uh any, anybody can fall into that. That's not something that I'm like, oh, I'm above that. That's why I don't go to casinos because I, I know for a fucking fact that I'm not above that. You know, like that's, uh, like I, that's something I that I am certain would happen. Like if I had like actual, like adult money, like my own, like I don't, a few drinks like that, that like there, there's ATMs everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, like every corner in the mid, everywhere you go, there's, access to your money it's right there like so easy and so easy just to put like a hundred dollars like no one tests you like if you put five hundred dollars down on a blackjack hand the dealer's gonna be like all right it's just my job like i'll go like they don't know anything about you it's like that could be everything you have there's gonna be like all right it's just another hand of blackjack Mm -hmm. it's just a nuts an insane concept no yeah so watching this movie (laughs) It's kind of a cautionary tale for me going into the casino this week, you know, being a little bit more, being a little more weary, you know, line up though. Like, uh, I don't know. Let's line it up where you're about to actually go for the first time and and do it. Yeah. Good, good movie to watch before. It definitely, you know, just be a little, be a little cautious is all, you know, don't, uh, don't give in to the, uh, to the instincts you might have when you go into a casino, be, think it through, you know, just really, really think about what you're doing. Uh, yeah, no, we don't have to really worry about any mob bosses or. Yeah, you or, know, like I'm not going in there with the idea that maybe I'm going to have a friend with a buzzer on his hip. You know, like that's not happening. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. I'm I'm going in there and I'm lighting two hundred dollars on fire. That's what I'm doing. You know, that's that's my mm-hmm. plan for the evening. Um, ah, <laughs> no, it's it's all good, all good like that. It's it's more fun if if you know all this stuff going in and you're just. The pe- I, I'd recommend just kind of taking a moment, just step back and just look at people and just kind of watch things oh, yeah. go on. You'll hear, and like, you'll hear people scream. Like, you'll hear, like, <laughs> God, like, you'll hear people, like, actually win a jack, like, and mm-hmm. it's nuts. Like, yeah, like, is it fake? I don't know. Maybe, maybe the casino just puts people in there that have fake reactions to make yeah. you think, like, you oh, hear fuck, a, I gotta go. Fuck, uh, God damn it, shit, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> no, like, I, it's, it's a, it's a wild, it's, it's, it's wild, uh, to go and, uh, to be in there. And they, I don't know, they capture, like, I've never been to Vegas whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but like casinos around here, like, it's, I might have expected more, maybe. I think, like, because of movies like this and, like, mm. Vegas and everything. Uh, like, the casinos we have here are nothing like Vegas. Oh. Um, but it's still, they still do a, a pretty good job at making it feel grand. And, and you're I feel like <laughs> local but. casinos, if you're not in Vegas, casinos are mostly going to be, like, kind of depressing. You know? It kind of is. You know, yeah. you're kind of like, ah, oh, man. Yeah. The smell of stale cigarette smoke in the air, and you're just like... Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, ah. yeah. That's yeah. You can't escape that. That smell. No, yeah, that's, smoking that's everywhere. Something you are. Got it. that's there, and that's a. Uh, I don't know. It was almost another shot I went with in the movie. Was 
It's kind of Sam at the front of the floor, and he's kind of looking at everything. He just lights a, a oh, cigarette. Dude. So and, uh, fucking cool. When he like, when he's facing the floor and then he turns around and he lights it. Yeah, that's, that's a very, very. Why, why are cigarettes like so aesthetically? So cool? fucking cool. You I know? know, I know it's not actually cool and yeah. I do not smoke cigarettes and I don't condone man, smoking cigarettes. Why does it look so goddamn cool? Oh, dude, cool. it's pimp. It's so <sighs> pimp. You know, like it's something that I want to do so badly is go to the mm-hmm. casino, get a fucking stogie, just get a full fucking cigar, clip that shit at the end, light it up and just just puff it and that's the only time i'll ever smoke a cigar or cigarette that's all you know i want it to be there though you know everyone's doing it you know uh i'm already getting it basically through the air might as well just go ahead and do it you already fucked i think you step foot in the casino your life expectancy goes down a year Uh, i think like just (laughs) i I think no matter what I, i for multiple reasons um yeah you just you you never know what's gonna you, you just see all sorts of people in there um i don't know I, I need need to get to vegas at some point and check definitely check that out um no, yeah I've, i mean like it's been a uh, vegas is it's 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 a big commitment there's a lot going on over there you know i'm more and, more in vegas for like the sphere now that like yeah fullest i want to go to a concert there that now. shit was cool the Dude. u2 concert that was oh, wild my god why is it always u2 Fucking Apple giving us a free album on everyone's Legend- phone out of nowhere, and then legendary, now legendary. Group. I, mean, I mean, they are they are pretty badass. Um, but that's what I want to go. I, I'd want to go to Vegas more for like the shows mm-hmm. and uh, just all the nightlife. I don't know, just seeing. Yeah, the I mean, mostly just experiencing it, not really partaking yeah. in it, but just kind of being there mm-hmm. and seeing what it's like. And mm-hmm. yeah, the 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 beauty. The I mean, like the beauty in this chaos. fucked up industry yeah you know just like absolute it's, uh... chaos just never knowing where the night like i don't I, if i'm going to vegas i have no plan like i'd rather there be no plan and just right. go wherever the fuck the night takes me right uh, right being like yeah i want to see this magic show fuck it you know in this pyramid uh or go see like the I, adele concert yeah like i don't know uh whoever's whoever's playing in the sphere at the time now yeah, who's got a residency uh, down here in this place uh mm-hmm. no yeah i mean the tangiers man what a what a casino here i liked uh yeah. I, I i loved robert de niro as sam rothstein he was he was definitely my favorite character of the movie mm-hmm. i thought that uh like i've said uh, compared to your typical mob movie protagonists, yeah. he is a much better person. He's obviously got his fucked up shit about him. He's not a great dude by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, better than uh, most though in these mob movies. Yeah, better That's... than most of the mob movies. That there's Giving no doubt the about that. To the safety deposit box, like there, yeah, you trust there your there wife. He's trust. like, yeah, yeah I do. there has to be trust in this relationship, and and then uh, like, like I guess he he handled the the pimp situation i guess like uh he needed to be put in his own place that's for sure um but like he kind of ignored um her like emotions for a yeah, little there's bit. a delicacy to handle that situation that he just did mm-hmm. and, like, and that's the thing is that he handles things the way that he's gonna handle things and that's not uh Mm-hmm. It's not always the best way to handle things, you know. Uh, I think yeah. that if there's a way to send him on his way, or even get Sharon out of there before they start beating the shit out of him, you know, if you want him to get the shit, if you want to get a shit rocked, get a shit rocked, you know. But maybe get her out of there first. 
Um, yeah. It didn't even say like, "Hey, come come outside." Like, I want to show yeah. you something. Like, he yeah, like, like he's like this. I I yeah. want you to see because I think he was trying to do a thing where if he cares about if she cares about him, she'll stop meeting up with him because if she does, he'll get his shit rocked. You know, like mm-hmm. that's uh. Yeah. So she, it's massively manipulative, and he does a lot of uh, he does a little bit of that to be sure. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, man, yeah, he's he's it... certainly not equipped. Like the thing that she says, the you know, we've only known each other a couple months. You do not know me. There's no possible way for you to know you can make this commitment. And she was absolutely right. If he'd uh, mm-hmm. if he'd have been patient and watched as things unfolded. This would not have happened, you know. Like that's uh, it's it's one hundred percent the case. Um, mm, man, Nikki Santoro being so scary that you know that your wife is sleeping with him, and you're like, all right, how do we resolve this situation? And it's like, well, you still got to sleep with them. Like, uh, I don't, I don't know how to. Like, they both agreed that they were like, well, you can't stop sleeping with them. Uh, you got to just kind of keep playing it on. I guess you know, like, yeah. I guess. Because uh, she went over there and, like, that's when Nikki pushes her head down. But then, like, uh, Sam is, like, narrating. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, this, this is how uh, she, she dealt with it or whatever. Like, this is how we dealt with the situation or something mm-hmm. like that. Or this is how we we suppressed his, I don't know, something like that. Kept yeah, him, kept uh, the part cool. whenever he's like, and this is how she did it. And it, it cuts yeah. to him. It cuts to them, like, fucking. Does uh, he know? Does Sam know? That that's um, still going on because like it's it's him narrating. He suspects it's going on. I think that's an important because he uh he mm-hmm. confronts her about it and he's like, if it's who I think it is, it's really fucking bad. You know, yeah. like he's like it's it could it could yeah. be very bad for the both of us if you are sleeping that's, with the person yeah. I think you might be sleeping with. You know, because it's not necessarily because he's you know he knew what he was getting into. You know, she doesn't love she doesn't love him. And that's something that he never really expects from her. He wishes it would grow. He never expects mm-hmm. the love, though. He he knows that that's probably not going to come his way. Um, mm. So her seeking the attentions of other men, he kind of expects. But to, for it to be Nikki, it's like, oh, that's that's a problem. We're going to have issues here. Yeah, uh, and maybe he's thinking of the mob issue as well. Like the yeah. mob's not gonna if they find out, you know, about that. Like that's that's no or not not good. And and Nicky's also kind of going off the rails a little bit too. He's not yeah. like his old self necessarily. It's it's like yeah, it's just bad on a lot of different uh, levels. Very dangerous game. A very dangerous game they're playing. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, just uh, I don't know. I, I like how they kind of had. Or, like, with the real story, they, like, had to avoid, like, it's not his real name. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, the casino's name is different. Apparently they yeah. couldn't refer. Like, there's a lot of tiptoeing they had to do uh, for, like, a lot of legality and stuff, like, legal or legal reasons. Which yeah, is interesting. Yeah, based on, uh, Joe Pesci's was based on uh, Tony's Bilotro. Mm. Uh, that's, uh, his, uh, he was nicknamed the Ant. Uh, Tony Spilotro, and uh, he, he apparently bore a natural resemblance to Joe. Yeah, Pesci I saw the picture. I was looking at the pictures, and I'm like, man, that's yeah, that's a good casting. Pretty spot on. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, he looks very, very much like him. Um, yeah, apparently, when Pesci entered the casino where the movie was being shot, 
some pit bosses who'd had actually dealt with Spilotro, quote, almost fainted. Damn. Because they thought he they was They were having back. flashbacks. Yeah. They were like, no, no. Yeah. They're like, this guy, no, this guy, yeah. he's in jail. He's or dead. He's one of like three people on the blacklist, and it involves fucking Al Capone. That's which is true. like. Pretty hard. That's, that's gangster shit from the fucking 30s, 20s, bro. Like, that's how bad, how fucked up do you have to be to be on the same list as Al Capone? Like, yeah. that's Al Capone, Nicky Centuro, and they said there was one other person. There was, I think there else? was one other at the time, anyway. Yeah. Fucking the Hitler. I don't know. Someone like just yeah, right? <laughs> I, like, hey, man, it might as well could be like it. Yeah, this absolute villains. Yeah, that's Nikki was just unhinged, and I, I don't oh, know. Dude. He was insane. I, I love. I I don't know. There's something about Joe Pesci just in in roles like these, like that, where he's just he's a mu- like yeah, muscle, and he he does it so well. Like just the the absolute loose cannon nature of him. Like you're just scared, even if even if he's ha- like he could be talking about his grocery list. And then you, you're you're in the back of your head. You're like, all right, how's he gonna spin this into like a line to intimidate? You're like to yeah. kill or like to I don't know, do something like how? Where where's the the joke? Are you gonna come in? Where are you talking about ripping your head off or I don't know something? Uh, it's always around the corner with him. Yeah, and, he's a freaky motherfucker, man. I uh, another one of my favorite parts of this movie is the uh, gaming commission hearing for his license. Whenever he's like fully prepared, he's got a lawyer there. The hearing starts and it ends like immediately. They were like, his, his, uh, it's denied. Not going to work out. Um, and he like starts confronting them. He's like, Oh, what about this? Tell me, was I there? Was I there? Did we talk? Was I there? And he's like, you were there. And he's like, yeah, you're goddamn right. I was there. He's like, this is a fucking farce. You know, like he, he becomes the personality. Um, Mm -hmm. That is Ace, you know, and he gets the show after that because he got denied his license and uh, mm. he starts really going in a different direction than uh, Nikki and the mob kind of had planned for him, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. It's yeah. uh, that's a great was, turning point in the movie, man. I love yeah. that. Literally making like a public spectacle of himself now, like putting mm. himself in the public eye on ver- on purpose um, now instead of. I guess Nikki was the one who kind of needed to lay low. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Ace and, and I mean they, they were running the casino. Everyone knew of him, and like yeah, I, I the guess, way the like, journalist twisted his words, you know, he's like, I guess you could say when he's away, mm, I'm the boss, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. And it, ju- it just got reduced to I'm the boss, and mm-hmm. he's like, that is not what I said. That is horse shit, you know, like uh, <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Call me in, yeah, like let him in. Call me in seven minutes or whatever to his four his, minutes. Yeah, he's like, oh, call, wow. call me in four only gave him four minutes. Uh, Damn, and he and had he, no pants on at the time. He puts them on and he sits down and uh, uh-huh. that whole. Yeah. I mean, like that the inciting event of that where the dude was watching over slots and four times in a row a machine let out a jackpot mm-hmm. and he's like, "You fucking idiot! Either you were in on it and you gotta go." Or you were too fucking stupid to notice, so you have to go. You know, like uh, I mean, come on, dude, hitting back to back to back. Come on, come on. I mean, come on. 
Getting back to back is nuts. Yeah, I mean, just because you're part of a family, you know, the name only travels so far. Um, dude's dude's a uh, he. Sam is a businessman, and he had his, he had his principles. You know, the the gaming commissioner comes in, he's like, "You got to hire him back, man. That's my brother-in-law. Find a position for him way down the ladder." And he's like, "I cannot do that. I won't do that." You know, like he is he is a smite on the face of this casino. Like it's not it's not good. Uh, Damn! And even the and, the guy was like, "Yeah, I I admit he is kind of dumb. Like, yeah, yeah he's he, a fucking idiot. I will give whatever. you that. But just hire him, will ya? Yeah. No. Sorry, can't do that. Can't what, do it. Man. What would people think? You know, he's like, or like, what? Would, or, I don't know. His he his he always uh had reasonings for everything. He's very methodical mm. in his in his business. Um, love how." He's just that dude with betting, though. Like, he he needs to know everything about... He's like the Thrawn of sports betting. Dude <laughs> studies the fucking... I don't know, he was like... He, they even needed to know the type of wood that was being played yeah, the on the basketball, basketball court. Courts. Or, like, like that yeah. level of detail to, like, go into his, his betting. The direction the wind would be blowing yeah. for field goals and football uh-huh. games. You know, like, that that whole shit. It's... I loved that little that stuff, and uh, one of my favorite. I love. There's so many little details in this movie that I love for good and bad reasons. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. at the beginning when the car blows up, like that whole thing, how he survives it coming to fruition at the end. At the beginning, did you see? Do you see the really obvious cut from a human to oh, a dummy? Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm like, oh my god, that's like. That is the most, the clearest, like, I mean, obviously, they're not going to blow up a dude. No, they're not going to blow up a human. Like, but it was, it was hilarious like, how poorly done yeah. the cut is. Like, I don't um, know. Honestly, like, just pull back and just have it far enough away where, like, you can't really tell if it's a doll or, like, someone in the car. Right. I don't know. Like, they, it, it was, like, it was pretty clear. I don't know. Uh, but it, it was... I got it like a kind of a, a chuckle out of me at least, like I like an internal one. Um, you know, I didn't like actually laugh because like I'm watching. No, yeah, it, it always kills. And then I love the credit sequence where it's like the fire, mm. you know, coming through and like a body flying through it and like all all that stuff. Like it's a very very cool sequence. Uh, one of my favorite little, another one of my favorite details is uh, the one other guy who plays uh, plays a character in The Sopranos later on, Frank Vincent. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, who. He was just the, like, what what is what was his role in this? Kind of like the he was just Nikki, yeah, yeah. Team. He was yeah, just like Nikki's right hand man, kind of. You know, oh, okay. he was just kind of kind of rolled with him. And when it came to loyalty to Nikki or loyalty to the mob, he chose mm-hmm. chose the mob. And mm-hmm. uh, I loved, uh, I love. He also was the one who got beat to death in Goodfellas by Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro, the one who was in the trunk. And they went to bury him. Oh. That's also him. But uh, okay, the fact that he has like one scene of narration kind of kills me. I think that's hilarious. Like he takes <laughs> over as the person yeah. who talks for a second. Oh yeah, because um, he's being questioned by the mob mm-hmm. if whether he knew Nikki was sleeping. Yeah, um, or not. Yeah, okay. And then he was like, "Yeah, I was. I don't know what to say, but at this moment, I chose. I chose yeah, to I lie. Chose to lie. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's not doing that. Uh, but." Uh, to build on that, the narration stuff. When the movie, when Nikki dies and he thinks he's had, it, he hasn't made. He's like, everything worked out. 
everything was just, and then his narration cuts off as Frank Vincent hits him in the back with a bat. Like he's like, uh, wow. yeah, he's like, everything's cool. Everything worked out in the end. And then he gets it, it, but before Damn. he can finish a word, he gets his shit rocked and the narration cuts out and it's a brilliant little detail. I love that. Um, I, I, I think that I, I wouldn't blame anybody for holding this above Goodfellas on a personal note. Uh, I think that I just it, haven't it, seen it in a while. I, I yeah. think it's more recent. It's more, more flat, like flashy, you know, a lot yeah. more. It's like casino. I don't know. Um, but I, I hold them very close. They're they're very sim like um in similar regards, uh, to me, I'd say. Um I like I, I feel like I like his other movies more though. Um The like, After I, Hours, I, The King of Comedies, that that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Like I I like a I gotta just be in a mood to watch like a crime uh mob kind of boss movie. Like The Godfather. Like I know The Godfather's great. And it's like it's phenomenal. It it's very well made, but like even on my top 100, it dropped to like the 40s or something like that. And I think it's it's kind of like the same here. Like I mm-hmm. I recognize how well this movie's made and how well everyone plays their part and and everything, but I don't cry in this. You know, like there's nothing. Right, right. There's no no real emotional like emotions. Maybe next time with uh with Ginger, maybe there might be some points that could get a little emotional knowing about her now um but not i don't know I, I don't think they really they don't like make it a a point to try to get mm. you to have like an emotional moment or anything um and i don't know after hours was just very unique and very different and i, I really liked it i think that's my favorite so far mm. um out of, of any of the scorsese we've ever covered goodfellas wolf of wall street i like departed after- like i really do and i think the only other movie that kind of gets there might be shutter island um more just like a mystery i guess like uh mm. there's more to it and i don't like it's not like i hold these so much like lower oh no or anything. Yeah, yeah. like it, like, I, like I just i hate it. these movies compared compared to the rest of them but i just uh i don't know i don't I don't hold them on the same. They don't resonate with you in the way you'd mm-hmm. uh, you'd anticipate. No, I completely I, like, get that. This, this is better than King of Comedy. I think I I'm pretty confident in saying that. Um, I think I think this is the best movie we've covered so oh, far in the Scorsese spotlight. Yeah. Um, I personally think I like it more than the King of Comedy, and personally, again, I think I like it more than After Hours. But I do think there is a there's something different about after hours that kind of boosts it and that, mm-hmm. that enjoyment factor. It's uh it's, it's different for sure. But like when you're talking about these epic mob movies, like the Godfather, I think I'd watch casino before I'd watch the Godfather. Ooh, this might be true. I think this is true. Yeah. I think, I think I would, you know, I think I, it's, there's, Man, There's really an electricity about it that feels a little bit more urgent. That feels a little bit more like it. It. I, I love. I love The Godfather, but uh, it, it. There's. There's parts where it's a little bit of a slog. You know. You know it takes it. You got to stick with it. You got to keep your head in it. Uh, this one, it's mm-hmm. three hours. It kind of blitz. Like it's one of those three hour movies that just kind of blitzes right past you. Like it goes, yeah. man. And uh, I think that's that's a big that's a big factor in why I enjoy it. But. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Is is there any favorites we've left out to this point? 
Uh, I think that's it. Unless I've just haven't ex- explicitly said that Ginger was my character. Mm. Um, that's who I ended up going with. Even before I knew that about her her past, I just I thought she was um, as far as like a just a, a woman in these in these movies. Like I, I thought like in The Sopranos, I think it's always like really interesting to see like what the or any mob movie or anything like what they're so they care about their family they always say like it's all about family you know and that's mm. that's what it's all about and seeing how it tears like a family apart or like yeah. it's you know kind of doing the opposite and this it's the opposite the mob wife gets is the one who's stirring shit up at mm-hmm. home in this one yeah. and it's she ties it's her kid take. to the bed yeah dude yeah like, it's, it's like there's an obvious point into it like you want to feel bad for her and like you do but then there's oh, like yeah. points where you're like, okay, she needs some help. You like, are, this yeah, is, you need help. Like, yeah, like it's not necessarily like, oh, you're evil. It's like yeah. you need to go seek help badly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I thought it was a very just a an interesting take on on what would usually just be a love interest of the mo- you know, a guy that just gets pushed to the side for another girl, anyways, mm. or. Or uh, something like that. I thought she brought brought a whole lot to the story. Um, oh, that's for sure. I guess it, you know, it being true. Like, I I don't know, like how much of this is true. You know, like uh, yeah, yeah. There's you know, like, a big events and stuff like the deaths. You know, like they know, like like he died, like he wasn't, you know, or like uh, Tony got killed. And what did Ginger OD? Is that is that yeah. what was? Yeah, she just. OD'd man that yeah that was kind of sad yeah just kind of walking out the walking out of the hotel room and yeah like spent all like she only had like six hundred dollars left or something like that yeah like and and uh sam was like go ahead take all your money you know it's not you're not gonna last like anyways and like Mm. the part whenever i mean like the the whole like last act of this movie where you know, she's down at the restaurant. He's at home. She goes down there and he's, and she's like, I want him dead. I want to kill him. Go yeah. ahead. And he, and Nikki takes him, takes her out back and is like, you fucking idiot. I've known the man 35 fucking years. I'm going to kill him for you. You know, like that, that whole thing, yeah. like uh fucking brilliant, yeah. you know? Uh, oh, in the scene where, where even Sam overhears um, yeah. her on the phone and is like, oh, you're, you want to kill me? Really? I like, will say. I think if you watch this a second time, because I was in the same spot. Like, first time I watched this, you know, I watched this months back. It could have been on my top 100, and it wasn't. It would 100% be on my top 100 now. Oh, yeah, it's, it on, it's on mine. That's for uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, like, I and after my first viewing, I had it, you know, I'd thrown it on there, but it was one that I hadn't seen in a couple months, and there was a first watch I'd watched more recently, and I was like, I'll just go ahead and cut Casino. Uh but mm. now that would absolutely not happen. Like I liked this movie much more the second time around than I did the first. And uh Yeah, no, like this is mm. Yeah, it's one of one of Scorsese's best for me. Mm. Yeah, I like I don't know. I wonder I gotta see um Irishman. The Irishman for is that his only other kind of uh gangster movie? I yeah, guess Gangs of New York is technically. Uh, technically, but, but like Mob Mafia. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, The Departed deals a little bit yeah, with organized true. crime. That's true. Um, mean Streets added. deals a little, but it's, they're not mob movies. It's just mm-hmm. movies that the mob 
kind of has an effect on, you know, like it's not, it's not inherently a mob movie, um, like Goodfellas or like Casino or like the Irishman. Those are, those Mm. are gangster movies. And like, it's crazy looking at his filmography, knowing that gangster movies are what people think of when they think of Scorsese. He has done so much more than that. That's what I'm going to say. Like, Like, uh, I don't know. I, I personally, uh, either After Hours or Shutter Island is probably my favorite Scorsese movie. Mm. Um, if I had to pick, and, I've got those at four and five. Yeah, I guess I just haven't like I haven't seen The Irishman yet. Um, I've seen Shutter Island. At, I guess in the future, I would have seen Gangs of New York. I did yeah. at the time of this recording. Um, I do very much like that more than I this, you know. Like I, I, I I will say um, that one was a very nice surprise. But um, this I mean it's I'd say this is probably number three right now. You know what's crazy is right now I've got to yeah it's at three for me as well. I've got Wolf of Wall Street and Goodfellas above it. Um, but the ones we are covering, I've got it three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. Of wow. the 15, you know, like they are all right there. And I love Scorsese mm-hmm. so much because you could be like, wow, that's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my life. That's at number nine for his filmography. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, yeah, yeah. He, he's uh-huh. just such a fantastic director. And uh, I, I'd say he has, I mean, for me, he hasn't missed, but I could see how some people would say he has. Um. I typically find a great deal of enjoyment in all his movies. And this is one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think, is there anything left? Do we, uh, do we boogie on down to a rating here soon? Or, uh, what shall, what's, what's next? Sorry about that. Hospital oh, you're all good. doctors just called. But uh okay. All good. Yeah, no, I was just um are we are we ready for a rating or do we think there's anything else that we need yeah. to touch on here? I think I think we're there. This is kind of a movie I don't know. I feel like we, we hit all the big points, but there are just like a lot of little scenes that are thrown in there too. Like not mm. not a huge uh it's just you watch these events unfold. Uh, kind of as as they happen oh yeah and it's uh it's i think it's a brilliantly made movie man i think it is so exquisitely well done and i think that has a Mm -hmm. great deal to do with my enjoyment of it i think that this is one of those Mm -hmm. where it's just so well made that i end up loving it you know because there is like like you said doesn't make me cry um Mm -hmm. doesn't make me particularly happy you know it's just kind of like i love watching a good movie you know and this is a good fucking movie um 
Yeah, there's a lot to like. I'm trying to think if, uh, you know, Kansas City gets a little bit of a bad rap in this movie, you know, yeah, as Kansas bit. Cityans. Uh, yeah. You know, I can see why the Kansas City film critics circle didn't love it. You know, they were like, ah, man. Nothing. No speaking of this movie. You know, we we could fuck up a cup of coffee, apparently, according yeah. to Joe Pesci. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. Uh, one enjoyment is where i'm sitting because of the kansas city <laughs> no um no, i love I, I, there's just like i think this is probably my favorite looking scorsese movie um if i'm being like i think that's the case almost certainly you know it was it was shot by robert richardson mm-hmm. who was a longtime collaborator of both scorsese and tarantino um Shot Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Inglorious mm-hmm. Bastards and Django Unchained and Kill Bill and Shutter Island and uh, okay. all sorts of shit. Uh, so he's he's very, very well established in the cinematography game. And I think that probably my favorite looking is Scorsese's. Um, hmm. So that's that's saying something because he's got some good think, looking movies. Yeah, so far yeah. as what we've covered, I think that's definitely true. Um, oh, yeah. That's that's without a doubt as of so far, and I, I think I mean I'm, I'm definitely for certain that I enjoyed this more than King of Comedy. Um, After Hours, it's getting it, it. I think I might hold it on the same level, kind of as as After Hours. Um, enjoyment I would, wise, I um, would call this acceptable. Um, okay, because I, I a nine. Don't feel right for you. I don't. I don't. I don't think I'm up at a nine enjoyment wise. Um, and I think it. It. It is what you were saying. It is. It is just a good movie, and I know mm-hmm. I'm watching a good movie while I watch right. it, and that's right. like a lot of the enjoyment. Um, just some some great ass performances, visually very appealing. Um, and Went stuff just well. goes crazy. Yeah. Yeah, stuff that you can only get in a movie, um, and it's a, a very nice escape for three hours. Um, but I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I think I think I am either at like eight seven five or maybe even eight five. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm at nine. an eight seven five, maybe nine. So I think an eight seven five is okay. a good place to split the difference there. Um, I like, I like it agree. as well. Um, and critically, I have no doubt this is the best Scorsese we've covered so far. Yeah, um, and that would put it floor nine, which I yeah. think I I agree with. I think I'm. Let's see what other, I'm even. Like, I'm north of that. Um, yeah, nine was Lady Bird. The Oppenheimer nine five Tenet is also a nine. Yeah, um, I think I'm 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 at floor nine two five. In fact, and that um, is more fantastic, Mister Fox. Moonrise, Moonrise Kingdom, Kingdom Asteroid City, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'd go necessarily north of any of those either. I think 925 is about where I come down then. I like, which would round it out to a 9.08 or a 91. A 91%. A little bit below Lady Bird, a little bit below Oppenheimer. Ties it with Tenet. Um, mm, a little yeah. bit below Dunkirk, below Asteroid, above the French Dispatch, round Fantastic. Okay, I can dig. I think yeah. I think that's slotting in there well. Um, yeah, definitely, yeah. without a doubt, a well-made movie. I don't think anyone yeah. will 
will argue that much. Let's see. Yeah, IMDb eight two on IMDb. That's that's pretty high. Pretty strong. For, uh, it's pretty strong on IMDb. Four um, two on Letterboxd. So no, that's really not. high. The good old tomato meter. Uh, they give it a seventy nine percent critically, um, but ninety three percent the audience enjoys it. I think that that makes a whole lot of sense. Like as, sense. as an audience member, you know, you just kind of sit back, you just kind of watch, you just sit yeah, back it's just and watch. Cool shit, man! It's just um, super enjoyable to watch. I love like like uh, there's a little shot that we didn't even speak on. It's when Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro are in the car together, and Joe Pesci is talking about how he's thinking about moving down there. Mm. And you know, you get the view of them through the windshield where like the lights are going over the windshield. And, Ooh, uh, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a little uh, there's like a mesh cut actually in there where it's from two different takes. If you watch Joe Pesci's Joe Pesci's face, it like morphs for like half a second, mm. and it goes straight into another take, which is uh, really really that. impressive. Wow. Yeah, no, yeah. you do not notice it unless you're looking for it. Like it's really wow. really good. Um. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I had no incredibly, idea. incredibly well done movie, and I'm I'm so happy we're pushing forth with Scorsese because it's been mm. so much fun. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, well, spoiler territory. But I think we we step up next week. Uh, I think for me, I I liked it. We've um, got some different Scorsese tastes, man. It's fascinating. Uh, mm. I like it. Don't get me wrong. We'll be uh, Gangs of New York is a, like I, we're not covering a single movie I don't like. I should say, uh, mm-hmm. but we we ran into this with Wes as well. The ranking is always different for us, and I like mm-hmm. that. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it'll be fun. I'm excited for Gangs of New York on uh, on Friday. Uh, that'll be a great deal of joy. We got Shutter Island next Wednesday, which mm-hmm. is another really really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then The Irishman next Friday, and then. Killers of the Flower Moon's coming out next Friday, man. Trailers are getting plentiful. I'm seeing it, like, at, watching the Chiefs game, like, and all that stuff. And, like, my family was even like, ooh, okay. Like, oh, I know when, when like, my dad and my mom, yeah. like, start to talk about a movie that it's like, okay, it's got to be pretty well known. Like, then, yeah. like, this is, they don't usually talk about movies. But, uh, right, right. I guess, I guess seeing Leo um, and, and De Niro in a movie that that's probably enough for them to be like, Oh, it's pretty, it's pretty enticing. You know, it's pretty enticing. The movies Mm. are feeling rather back at the moment. Yes, Um, they are. We're having quite a good year. Uh, quite, quite a good year. I guess maybe not so good. Like a whole lot, maybe, but like everything that we've gotten has been just very Barbie. The the top of the top of the, the top of the tier is really, really, really strong. You know, like mm. uh, there's some good fucking movies that have been coming out, and I expect Killers of the Flower Moon to mm-hmm. stand alongside those rather strongly. And I can't wait. But uh, yeah, so we'll continue the Scorsese spotlight for the next couple weeks, and then uh, we're also going to be doing our Game of Thrones rewatch on Mondays. We're getting close to the end of season five now, and that's been Mm -hmm. a lot of fun. The end of season five is a good one for those of you who have watched Game of Thrones, you know very well. Um, But yeah, if you would. Coming. Hard home. Hard home. That's next week. Oh, shit. Yep. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hard home. It's time. Uh, Yeah, I'm ready. But uh, if you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod.com 
for over 50 hours of exclusive content for $3 a month. You can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. Head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Um, remember to leave a five-star rate and review wherever you might be listening and to continue to download. That is very, very helpful. Um, but yeah. Remember to stand in solidarity with SAG after as their strike continues. Um, hopefully this is a little dated. Hopefully something's been resolved. I don't expect it will have been though. Um, so, I mean, you should be standing in solidarity with unions anyway, even when they're not striking. Um, so, but yeah, mm-hmm. currently they are as of date of recording and they deserve to be compensated fairly for their work and, uh, they deserve to own their likeness. Uh, I think that's only fair and crazy uh, concept, crazy um, concept, selling your likeness and it being like <laughs> debatable. No, not very debatable at all to me. Um, you go ahead and hold on to your likeness as hard as you possibly can. I think that makes sense. Um, fuck the studios. Yeah. With that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much. Homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And listen to me very carefully. There are three ways of doing things around here. The right way, the wrong way, and the way that I do it. <laughs>